The Celtics have found a way to make things a little bit complicated from this offseason. And the complications only continue, especially with Rob Williams, right? We've heard it in the news. Rob Williams is going to be out for four to six weeks after uh, undergoing a knee scope surgery. Um, Some call it a cleanup. Why did he wait so long? Nobody knows why, you know, weeks go by, months go by after the finals and he decides... Hey, you know what? I'm going to actually get my uh, knee done. Uh, We'll get a nice little cleanup right before the season. Now, Rob has had some serious injuries. I think, you know, some of his leg injuries, right? So, uh, obviously his knee. So, I think that it's going to be troublesome for the rest of his career because he can't find a way to stay healthy. He has never been able to. And I hope for the best for him. I hope he, you know, finds the way to get out of that groove. Um, but then the news, you know, also gets worse with Grant Williams. Now, I'm not saying Grant Williams is, you know, the upper echelon type of player where you can say, you know, he's a top 30 to 40 player in the league. I don't. I'm not saying that by any means. But Grant Williams is looking for a four-year deal. With an average of fourteen to sixteen million dollars per season, according to the Boston Globe's Adam uh, Hamelsback, um, the Celtics are not willing to meet that price, and it's been known. And I think the way that Grant Williams is built, with his defensive versatility, with his with his uh, efficient shooting from three, with his um, ability to make the best pass and not settle, and his intelligence. He has a very high IQ. I'm not saying that he is Draymond Green. I'm saying he has the ability to add to a core like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown like Draymond Green has done for Steph Curry and Klay Thompson because he does the little things. He does the things that don't show up on the stat sheet just like Marcus Smart does. But Grant Williams finds a way to be more efficient on the offensive side. He also finds a way to develop screens for his players. Now, everybody says, oh, you can find a guy like him right off the street. Why? Because he's averaging seven and a half points per game last year. And, you know, I think average around four rebounds. Sure, you can say you can find a guy like that. But at the end of the day, if you look at what he does that doesn't show up in the stat sheet, all you analysts out there. You have to look at the big product of where he fits in this team. In my eyes, it's kind of like if Draymond Green goes to another team, what does he become? He becomes an average player on a crappy team. Now, this could happen also to Grant Williams because Grant Williams knows his role in the Celtics. He knows where he fits on this team. And that's why I think he should have took a team-friendly deal say anywhere from 7 to $9 million. I will even come close to $10 million per season in order to keep this guy in a uniform because I know what he is. He is tough. He is smart. And he is efficient in every single way. But the issue that Brad Stevens and company faces is you're looking at Rob Williams' contract. You're looking at Marcus Smart's contract. 
and you got great value out of those contracts, but you don't know what exactly what you have with Grant Williams because you only made it to the championship last year. Now, it's something to build off of, sure. And let's say Grant Williams you know, starts averaging you know, 11 points per game and 7 rebounds per game and say 25 to 30 minutes. Then you can make a case of saying, you know what? We know what this guy's about. And if the Celtics move you know, into championship caliber reigns at the end of the year, they have the capability of re-signing Grant Williams in the offseason on a restricted contract. They can match any offer because he's a restricted free agent. He's coming off of his rookie deal. 14 to $16 million per year is oh my God high for Grant Williams. I totally agree. I am not saying I want to pay him 14 to $16 million. What I am saying is he is pivotal to your core of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And you can even add Marcus Smart in the mix from a defensive perspective. Those guys thrive off of each other. So I think Grant Williams will find a way to get his money instead of getting a team-friendly deal and having a shot at titles. You know, Jason Tatum you know, was talking at uh, the gala last night that the Celtics had and, you know, for the foundation, Celtics Foundation, and he mentioned that he's all in. He, he wants to win. You know, he couldn't get over, I'm paraphrasing, but he can't, couldn't get over the fact that, you know, they got that far and they, you know, didn't play well and they, they couldn't find a way to win, you know, when it was all said and done, when they were, you know, up two to one on the Golden State Warriors, you know, in game four, you're up five points with what, six minutes left. I get it. There's plenty of time, but, you know, if you can just feel the energy coming from the Celtics this offseason. Now, the Celtics did add a huge component. I've been a fan favorite of Malcolm Brogdon on this team. So what kind of impact will he have on the Celtics moving forward? Close your ears, Celtics fans. Did you know Jason Tatum had 100 turnovers in the NBA Finals? 100 turnovers. The leadership, the capability to handle the rock, to make right decisions, to find guys you know off of screens, guys off of pick and roll, pick and pop types of situations, going to the hoop, guys cutting to the hoop. You know, he's going to have a huge impact on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. He's going to find these guys in the right spots and the right opportunities. And Joe Mazzula has already preached throughout preseason and in training camp. And I know his family from Johnson, Rhode Island, you know, he played for Bishop Hendrickson. They are all about team. They are all about spreading the rock. Joe Mazzula has his team spreading the ball around and getting good shots, efficient shots, good shot selection, finding ways to win on the offensive side is going to be so key for the Boston Celtics because you you already know what they are defensively. They're going to be top five, maybe top 10. And I think Sam Hauser, the way he is built coming into this year with Danilo Gallinari out for the 22 23 season it's going to be pivotal for Sam Hauser to get his touches around the three-point arc this guy was a beast in Virginia and he has a great connection with Malcolm Brogdon you know going to Virginia as well so they're Virginia boys Cavaliers at heart Sam Hauser is going to find his way to shoot right around the 42 percent from three mark he has the capability 
of lighting it up from three. And we're seeing it in preseason. But I always said this kid had the talent. And my goodness, if he finds a way to do it, Brad Stevens, what a find. What a find. He has been legit in practice. Reports have it that he is making a serious push to get off the bench early on in the season. And I think, you know, when it comes down to his shooting, he is going to help Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Why? Pressure is going to be off these guys in order to take shots, to force shots, to, you know, I guarantee half the turnovers that Jason Tatum had was because he felt like he needed to do everything on his own, which is not not the case. It shouldn't have been the case. And Jalen Brown always dribbles with his head down, so let's hope he learns from that lesson. So Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, if they can find better shot selections through Brogdon, through Sam Hauser, you know, through Grant Williams, I think this team has all the ingredients in order to make another push and represent the Eastern Conference. So I think there's absolutely so many questions going into this year. I understand, you know, start of the season is, is this upcoming Tuesday, the 18th. And I'm, I'm a little bit unsure of what this team is going to look like, but according to the preseason, especially the first two games, my goodness, are they going to have a makeup of a, a team that's just ready to go, aggressiveness on the defensive side, being able to rebound the ball, being able to get good shot selection, shoot at an efficient clip, and find a way to make their presence known Eastern Conference in general. If we're looking at the bigger picture, what challenges will arise? You know, Joe Mazzula didn't play in the NBA, right? Played at West Virginia University with the Mountaineers. And so I think what, you know, troubles he's going to face is how is he going to be able to, you know, build camaraderie? How is he going to do when guys don't like what he is saying or given his input? I think he's open-minded. I know he, for a fact, in the offseason, you know, he took all the, the main guys aside and said, you know, let me know if you guys, you know, are, are struggling, um, you know, through this Ime Yudoka situation. If, you know, you need a, an heir, I'm here for you. Like, that. that's always good, especially from a leadership standpoint. Like, you know, big picture, that's a characteristic that you want if you're, you know, looking at a head coach for the Celtics. So, I think... One of the biggest challenges is the message going to be delivered appropriately and efficiently you know, to guys that have been in the NBA Finals and have you know, the pedigree. Now, I'm not saying that Joe Mazzullo is not capable of doing so. I mean, he coached these guys you know, for a long time. I think it's up to around five to six years now. So I think the Celtics respect Joe Mazzullo. I just think in game situations... What happens? It's going to be um, trial and error. It has to be, right? It's a first-year head coach. So I, I think there's going to, going to be a lot of learning curves. And how's this rotation going to look? You know, Daniil Gallinari got signed early on in free agency. That didn't work, right? Because he tore his ACL. And that's that's not by, you know, the Celtics hurting him. It was, you know, him 
actually performing in um, in Europe, you know, uh, representing his uh, Italian team. You know, if you look at Blake Griffin, it's a nice piece. Like I said, Malcolm Brogdon, great piece. Sam Hauser, a young piece who can come along. I'm a big fan of Cabin Jelly. I think Cabin Jelly has the ability to at least be a nice stopgap for Rob Williams and Luke Cornett as well. Those two can kind of fulfill what Rob does well, but obviously Rob is an athletic freak, right? This guy is a beast. Um, but in order to fulfill those needs, I think Brad Stevens did the right thing and go out and you know, get a guy like Luke Cornett that can spread the floor, that can block shots, that can rebound, that can go up for alley-oops. And Cabajelli, who had a one hell of a summer league, you know, blocking shots, rebounding. He's Dikembe Mutombo's nephew. Um, I just think there's a lot of, you know, good, good vibes going on within the Celtics uh, system. But how is it all going to piece together? And like Jason Tatum said last night at the gala, he said that it's going to be a long time from now till the NBA Finals. So obviously... You don't know what can happen. You can't fast forward to the NBA Finals. So there's a lot of different ways that the Celtics can look at the season. Don't look at it as a loss already just because of Ime Yudoka and Daniel Gallinari and Rob Williams. Those are challenges and blocks that you're going to have to get through. But Brad Stevens and company did a really good job of navigating those situations. And that complexity off the start of the offseason... I mean, coming off the NBA Finals, you know, that loss and dealing with what happened in the offseason is not a bad thing for the Celtics. They can overcome this for sure. And I always say, like, good players, good teams find a way. And so I think that's what the Celtics can potentially do. Again, you just got to find the right ingredients in order to make this team work. And I think Joe Mazzula has it, and I'm so proud of him becoming the Celtics, you know, coach. Um, I went to a, a basketball camp when I was little, and Joe Mazzulla was there. And, he, you know, he was obviously younger at that time. So, you know, he has now experience. He has now life experiences that he's been through, that he's overcome. So I think it's going to be prominent for him to utilize his leadership and um, different qualities and different characteristics in order for this team to go to work for him. And I think it's going to work again. The start of the NBA season for the Celtics is on the 18th. And I'm so excited to see what this team is made of. Obviously, it's 82 games. It's going to be a long time and hopefully it's more. But it's going to be an extremely challenging month in order to see what this team is capable of. But we will we will see within the first two weeks exactly what this team is made of. And I'm thinking that it's going to be exactly what the doctor ordered. So we'll go from there. Appreciate everybody listening in. Tune in next week.